<laughs> Yo, welcome to episode 207. I just started laughing because I just started remembering. Uh, Great last episode. Yes, yes, I know. Start remembering what, huh? Whatever happened last episode. No, no, I started remembering our messages with African Ronaldo. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe African Ronaldo will make a will make an appearance later. They win, yeah. <laughs> um, episode two hundred seven. We made a podcast. We're here to do the shortest episode ever. It's hot as hell in Southern California right now. Hot as the blazes. It's usually not this hot early June or mid June. You know what I mean? Usually, it don't start getting hot till like the end of January. I mean, I'm sorry, the end of July. We usually were a little June gloom. I haven't seen no gloom. We got a little bit the first few days. Now it's been hotter than hell um, these this week. But I think it's going to cool down later. But you know what I'm saying? Caesar got that big AC in in, in there, but he can't turn it on during the episode. Probably it is on actually. Okay, he got that silent but deadly. Okay, I got I got, I got a new mic. Obviously, that cancels out faraway background sounds but um uh you know what i mean you know i was back in the twitch days 70 uh, subs uh yeah i mean also before we did episodes i used to be sweating in here because i had the one window ac now we got ac in every room now we done uh we we going up we going up i don't know who this we is (laughs) i mean you don't come over so me and the cat (laughs) no gloaty you know what i'm saying Okay. Were you were, were you gonna say something? No. Oh, okay. My bad. Uh, anyway, we're here to do a short episode ever. Uh, we made a podcast. We're gonna talk about the Euros. Before we start, I would I would promote Caesar's Twitch, but he uh he gave up. But follow we made a season on Instagram anyway. No, no, please follow me on YouTube. I got a video dropping soon. I've been working on it um till 1 a.m. and and recording stuff in random parking lots. So your boy uh, uh follow me on YouTube. We made it season on YouTube. I got a I got a entry coming in soon. Okay, yeah, Caesar be doing video editing allegedly now. You boy has been grinding, dog. Hey, you know what I'm saying? We'll see. I might have to show you the the. I got the little levels going. I got the audio separated. I'm gonna sleep on your boy. Are you better than Tark? Keep it real. I'm not gonna cap with you. This shit. I'm gonna show you this video and you let me know. Okay, okay. Um, I already showed Luana. Why are you showing my wife first? <laughs> um. But make sure you follow. We made a podcast on Twitter um, every once in a while. You know, we're live tweeting these matches. Uh, it, it's better than the commentators. Uh, it, it's literally better than the commentators. Yes. And you can still follow me on Twitch. I mean, I still would be down to do FIFA games on there um, with the crew, but it's not the same schedule you used to be. I'm not going to be on there three times a week, four hours slaving away. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I don't know who you're apologizing to. <laughs> Stream sees the devil. So uh, okay. anyway, um, we're gonna talk. Yeah, make sure you follow. We made a podcast on Twitter. Yes, live tweeting the matches. I-, I feel like if somebody. Okay, here's the question. I don't know if this is uncouth, but can you put your phone on like handicap mode and it'll read the tweets for you? What do you mean? Okay, you know what? Never mind. Um, but yeah, make sure you follow. We made a podcast on Twitter, live tweeting the matches, the good matches, um, and did that two matches in a row today. That's kind of grueling. I'm soccered out for a minute. Um, I have a headache. I'm like a life music game. Yeah, so that's I'm a lot. Headache. That's a lot There's of a lot of soccer today. 
if I'm gonna do that, I need to see some goals. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm upset they had this many good teams in one group, and we had to deal with this. If they had split it up, these teams would have been on different days, and we had to deal with this. Yeah, and also, um, uh, and Copa uh, America too. Like, goddamn, dude. Oh, actually, you know what? Let me let me let me just write this down when we get into it. Um, but yeah, let's let's start off talking about the Euros. We've had a lot that's happened so far. Um, Euro started what Saturday. And um, we've, yeah, it's already been kind of crazy. We had um, Christian Erickson uh, had a cardiac arrest situation on the pitch. Um, not going to get into all the details about that. Obviously, he's still alive. He's doing better. Um, he said he's doing fine, you know, based on the situation. I hope his career is not over. It may be. Um, we saw... Damn, what's his name? Oh, Iker Casillas had like a similar situation while he was at Porto and he didn't play again after that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, but but it was scary for a while. I did not see the, I did not see it live. Caesar did. I'm not going to read his uh, messages about it. Um, but that was before Caesar really knew what was going on. <laughs> um, damn, Caesar got the bag out of Pizza Hut restaurant cups. Okay. <laughs> damn. Caesar got some pizza pizza hut restaurant. Do they still have those? <laughs> I don't know. Did they have with those the Coca Cola in there and a bunch of ice cubes? I, okay, I, I'm not even trying to be like that. But did they have pizza hut restaurants in California? Because I only ever went to them like in the south and the back east. <laughs> they did. Okay, they did. Okay, I never went to one here. Um, anyway, we had that. <laughs> we had that. We had Italy beat the dog mess out of Turkey. <laughs> so far, we had Belgium beat Russia. I think like four people watched that game. Yeah, not even people in Belgium watched that. Um, England beat Croatia 1-0. Spain, who I'm hoping goes out in the group stages, uh, tied uh, 0-0 with um, uh, Sweden. But today, today being Tuesday, we did have some big matches. The group of death is group F. It's even more. It's like the group of like torture, then death. Um, today we had Portugal play Hungary and we had France versus Germany. I want to get into a little bit of the Portugal versus Hungary. I think both of us, like both of us, like favorite, like not say favorite, but like the teams we're probably going for the most are in this group. (laughs) Portugal, Hungary was a pretty interesting match. Um, Okay, Caesar, can I just can I okay, can I just uh, praise myself a little bit? Can I do sure, that? Man. Sure. Okay, Caesar. First of all, like I just want the world to know that I'm the best soccer analyst. Like I, me, me, okay? What? Continue. I'm I literally tweeted. I was like Portugal needs more pep in the double pivot. Why? Cuz they got Big Willie style Carvalho, and they got Danilo Danilo X Machina, which they're two solid players. They're both good, but you need more pep in the double pivot. Now up top, you got Jota, Ronaldo, Bruno Fernandez, and Bernardo Silva, who was playing like he was like had tears in his eyes or something like that. He was out there blind. He was like lethargic, and he, he seemed tired. He wasn't doing a damn thing. 
But whatever. Is Bernardo Silva? He's a good player. He's damn near. He's just running with the linesman the whole time. It was very odd. I, I was forgetting he was playing. Um, we had, but well, you know that that four is a good four, you know. But you needed the connector, and the whole time I'm like, man, like you need Renato Sanchez. Like Renato Sanchez is a player who can who can play more closer to the goal, but he can also play in that double pivot. And he will provide you with some pep. Carvalho and Danilo, Danilo, Danilo X Machina are not midfielders that want to get the ball. They want to, like, stop some stuff from happening for the most part. And not to Sanchez, the way he plays, once he, gives the, once he gives the ball, he's getting into a space where he can receive the ball again all the time. And that's really key for a midfielder. You don't find a lot of midfielders like that. Sadly, most of them are scared of the ball. As soon as they put in Renato Sanchez, which I think was like the 83rd minute or something crazy like that, crazier than C's shades, which I did used to have some hoes like that, which I left on the shuttle going to the airport one time. I was really sad. I was like, damn, what happened to my blue shades? Uh, (laughs) Sometimes you got to switch it up on them, you know? You did? Um, the whole game changed. I consider him being involved in every goal. If you remember the goal that uh, Rafael Guerrero scored with, with the big deflection, Renato Sanchez had given the ball and then he like cleared out a whole space for whoever it was to give Guerrero the ball. I want to say it was Jota. But Renato Sanchez moved a defender like out of the whole way. And it was like a straight shot. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. He he like he like boxed him out or something. He didn't box him out. That, that, that that's the next one. Oh. He didn't box him out. That that was for the penalty. The penalty when he made the craziest run ever, and they're not even showing it on the highlights. Insane. But the first one, it's subtle. But because he was moving so much which Carvalho and Danilo X Machina, that's not part of their game. He opened a space for whoever that was to get the ball to, I think it was Jota, to give it to Rafael Guerrero. And then he shot that ball and it deflected in the goal, first goal. Then you have the penalty where literally Sanchez does all the work. Like he was thugging out the paps from the rooter to the tutor. And then get, gave it to somebody who gave it to uh, – or maybe did he give it to Rafa? He gave it to Rafa. Then Ra- – okay, he gave it to Rafa. After doing all that thugging and the penalties on Rafa. Now, sadly, I was listening to these ho-ass commentators. They're just saying that, oh, it's not a penalty. I'm so tired of British commentators. All they ever want to do is say what's a foul and what's not. That's all they care about. All they care about. Like, oh, in my day, it wouldn't be. Dog, that's a very damn British-German combo, and it's the worst thing ever. That was literally, that's like so obviously a penalty. Like, what else is that? It's not like the guy's like, that's not a penalty. I'm like, that has to be a penalty. You impeded that man's ability to take a shot off. Any legal fashion, you can't do that. You, you, you can't. You, you can't. You can't. You can't impose your will on somebody without behind. getting contact with the ball. He did not get contact with the ball. He hit all the defender to cause it. That's how it works, dog. And 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 he's behind him. Yes, you impeded his ability to shoot properly. 
also, if that was in the like, you know, you know what I was thinking? I was like, instead of saying like, is it a penalty? Like, is it a foul? If that was in the middle of the pitch and the dude was like trying to run, they're gonna give him a yellow card. That's a that's an easy yellow card. You're not letting him if run. If anything, to stop a play, huh? If anything, to stop a play, no matter what, it's it's a foul. Like in the middle of the pitch, if a player yeah. gets the ball in the middle of the pitch, is trying to run, and the dude is behind him and making it so he can't run, that's a foul. And ninety nine percent of the time, it's also a yellow card. Instead of saying is it a penalty or not, just say is it a foul. Yes, it's a foul, and it's in the box, so it's a penalty. These, oh, I don't know, that's soft, that sucks. I'm like, man, what are you talking about? It's a penalty. Anyway, I'm giving Sanchez the credit for that, too. Then we have the other goal. Oh, oh, now you don't care about Nacho Sanchez. I'll start calling him Nacho again. I'll do it. Hey, go, dog. (laughs) It's still going to be the shortest episode. I don't need your ass. It's not. (laughs) Now with this 45-minute breakdown of one play. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this fool be talking about MMA. I never cut him off. Look at this. Anyway, the third goal, if you remember, hmm. oh, Rafa, oh, my God. And so, Man, please. He had so many bad plays before these plays. But if you remember before them giving goals between Rafa and Ronaldo, who got that bullet pass horizontal to Ronaldo? It was Renato Sanchez, a bullet parallel to the uh, 18 line. This dude came in and changed the whole match. He better start next match. If, if Portugal can have him at playing, like they'll do so much better. Bruno Fernandez and like Bruno Fernandez is like he's he's interesting. Dog, don't do this. What's wrong with you? You want to hate him so bad. You're <laughs> you're trying to find it in yourself to stop you from going down that path. You you don't even have enough reasons. He's not left footed. There's no reason for you to not like him. Caesar, There's Caesar. no reason. He had a great year. He's a good player, and you're also still mad about that play he did to Ronaldo. You're harboring that hate from that play where he thugged out Ronaldo, and you're like, you almost tried to play out Ronaldo. I remember the play. I, I feel you. I, the first one to celebrate with Ronaldo every time was Bruno. Bruno ran over there and was screaming with Ronaldo when he scored. So I don't want to see this whole hate thing yet. I need more evidence than this. <laughs> okay, you know what? Evidence. Okay, you know what? I wasn't talking about that, but okay, let's just go there since you went there. You know what? I've seen it twice. Oh, oh okay. my God. Can, can I finish? Can I? I've seen him do it twice. If I see a third time, then is that enough evidence for you? Yes, three strikes and you're out. Because Caesar, there was no explanation for that Ronaldo <laughs> one. Right? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Anyway, <laughs> so. We don't care. Anyways, Caesar, <laughs> I thought you like Africans. What, what was up with you? I do like Africans. <laughs> Relax. This dude oh, Caesar drunk as hell. I finally get to talking. It's about time. Okay, but Caesar, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my god, what now? What? Caesar, you broke down every goal. I didn't even get to talk about the first one. You already jumped to the next one. Caesar, Go. Caesar, can you just trust me? Can you trust me? 
this show is amazing. I, it, it's never ruined because of me. Okay. Can you just trust me how this is going? Please. Go ahead. Oh, I'm going to go ahead. Um, but yeah, Hanato San just came in and changed the match completely. These people are crazy. Um, and, and, and it's unfortunate that he couldn't get the, um, the respect he deserved from like the highlight packages, but that's how it go. Um, now, Caesar, what, what, what were the, the some of the key takeaways for you from this match, Caesar? All right, well now I get to go. Nice. Um, I think for me, like I don't like how they're kind of there's a lack of respect for Portugal in general. I feel like the commentators really don't may, maybe mentioned one time that Portugal won last time. It was almost like they were kind of talking about Portugal as if like they're just like they always fumble and they're bringing up stats about Portugal always losing their first game. I'm like, okay, but also make sure you name, make sure you say the word champion after that because uh, they are the team that won the last Euro. They deserve that respect. They're coming in as champions. That you you can't keep addressing them as like some team that's flimsy and Ronaldo's old. Like I just don't like that. Like if it was France, I'd be saying the same thing. If it was Germany, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, sure, Germany might not win this group, but they they, they they're still the champions. You never know what they can do. That you gotta give respect. I feel like in soccer, they're so quick to the tomorrow. It's already over. There's no reign for a champion in soccer. See, and so they, they need to give respect for that. They would never talk like that about Germany, England. They would never. They would, they never. would never. No, they honestly wouldn't. They would never. I mean, they still talk about Brazil eight two Germany. Like they still talk about that happening. I'm like, dog, that was like eight years ago. Like. Eight years ago, no one's even like. Do you know how many that roster's all gone? Basically, like just Neymar and Marcelo, everybody's gone. <laughs> Not even, even Marcelo Silva can't sniff a start. <laughs> Marcelo's gone too. Marcelo, I mean, yeah, like even Mar- no one's there, dog. It's just it's it's no one there anymore. So I just don't like that mentality. I don't I don't like that like uh, that attitude. It's almost like uh, you know well. It was also to be expected as Portugal being the only African team inside the Euro competition this year. They were going to be treated differently regardless. Um, I mean, we were screaming about it before. I was shocked when I saw the starting lineup today. I didn't really understand that Portugal starting lineup. You can't have as good as Danilo X Machina is and William Mississippi Carvalho. The issue is that they're too similar and both of their skill sets um, are, are – impede connecting moves there was three times where william was caught on the right side and he's too slow to get across in and i'm that's i'm not hating on him he 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 can still get a crack and he might be my uncle it's okay it's not a big deal but his veteran stout structure is better with another center mid that can create the whole time i was thinking i'm like damn really cool if Portugal put Hinato in or just anybody or maybe just told Bruno to just sit super deep or something like, I don't know. They need to do something to get a connecting. There's no connecting passes going on right now. And that was like the most frustrating part of it. It was the most frustrating watching that game is that that whole 80 minutes is that what, what was the eight? If you go 85 minutes without scoring it's, and you've seen that the shot attempts is like, there was like all kind of wild plays it's because your midfield is not winning the battles. Your midfield isn't able to create for the strikers. Caesar, the Bruno, minute they put him not to win, what happens? Caesar, the, the, Bruno wasn't dropping deep because he's trying to steal goals from Ronaldo. 
Oh my god! I seen Bernardo Silva eventually start dropping back to get the ball. Ronaldo Silva. Ronaldo was dropping back to get the ball. Bruno was staying up there, man. He was like, "Nah, I want to, I want to score these goals." And the Hoffa thing is cap. The only thing I'll say about Hoffa is that I mean, this is if anybody's watched Hoffa play, this is the same thing we all know about him. He has the most burners of all time. I mean, I don't even know what the warm ups is for Portugal is with with Jota and Hoffa. That's not fair. You got dudes this quick and Gelson. I don't know where to get all these quick wingers at. It's ridiculous. And Ronaldo. Yeah, and Ronaldo. There's too much speed on this team. I don't even know how you even do this. But Portugal Africa. needs to, instead of trying to adapt a team to other other lineups or whatever they're doing, they need to put it in lineups that that make other teams adapt to them. You put Hinato in. You put all this speed on there. Everyone else has to adjust. Everyone else has to adjust to you. Don't adjust to them. Make them adjust to you. And Hoffa, as fast as he is, he had terrible touches today, didn't really put good service in. He kept getting the ball. He, he couldn't re- put the ball down. Even Jota was, was doing horrible touches. I'm like, are you guys okay out here? Like, Jota was nervous. On here? Jota was nervous. Yeah, they, they were nervous. It's a big it's a big spot, all that. Fine. I was like, damn, where's Gelson's supermarket at? They put, put the supermarket in. Damn. But, uh, yeah, Portugal, They, if anything, when we're talking about the next game after this, those goals were massive for them. Massive, massive results that that they needed that. And man, that's how you you need it. Everybody that plays hungry needs to go all out because you need those points in this group. This group is gonna look is already looking scary uh, goal goal differential wise. Oh yeah. Um in that last goal too, I want to say great what great uh one to play with Ronaldo mm-hmm. and Rafa, but I don't like Hungary definitely got deflated after the after the first goal even after that penalty they was like super deflated and then like like Hungary Hungary I mean Hungary played with a desire for sure playing in front of their home crowd like they were going all out they just don't have the like they don't have the skill the athletic ability, they don't have the level of training as Portugal does. Um, but they held their own for a long time. But then, like, just basically when Portugal put in the midfielder that made sense, it just wasn't going to work for Hungary anymore. But, yeah, like you said, these these other teams got to be looking at Hungary like, damn, we got to get goals off of them. You need to go off. Like, like uh, it's, when it's not going to be enough in this one, everyone might – there might be a three-way tie with wins and something like that. You never know. And a tie will really be bad. A oh, tie yeah. is equivalent to a loss in this group. You need to just really catch those wins and, and hang on to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but let's go to the uh, Germany-France match. Um, it was – I mean, although there were no real goals scored, it wasn't boring by any means. Um, no, not at all. I mean, yeah, obviously the the only goal was a, you know, a beautiful tap in off the shin own goal by Matt's Hummels. Clinical. Tap in Aldo Hummels. <laughs> no. I mean, Icardi level of tap in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the thing that was the most annoying was like these commentators going off about, oh, is it offsides? Oh. Every single time there was an offsides goal, I knew it was offsides in live time. I'm like, uh, like the last one where it was Mbappe and Benzema, like, I was like, I'm pretty sure he's off. But then they kept going. I was like, oh, maybe he wasn't. But like when I first saw it, I was like, he lo- he seems off to me. Yeah. I, and, and I think Taylor Twelman's really insufferable to listen to. He's he is 
for a com for a color commentator, my issue with him is just too much ego. He has too much ego, and you can like feel it through the mic. So when I'm enjoying commentary, I like in commentary that's educational, insightful, and funny. I don't like egotistical commentary. Like I wouldn't like 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 let's say Ronaldo was like or like Kobe or something like that. That's not fun commentary because like they have a different mindset to the game. But like people that were like role players or just different kind of situations, they become a little bit better when it comes to color commentary. Like um, and then the combination with the American British dude, like you could tell they just kind of like also hate each other. It was just like really weird at times. Like. Like Taylor Tolman saying 15 times that Mbappe's knee, like, okay, I get it, dog. I get it. I get it. I get it. I already he argued on a podcast about how I think it's stupid a knee classifies you as being offsides. And it's like the most extra. And we had this back and forth about it before. And we I was like, wow, my elbow's really gonna make a big difference. We've argued about this before. But at the same time, like, I don't need you to bring it up nine times on a broadcast, nine times. Like, it takes away from the game. It really does. It takes away from this game and it takes away from them basically not saying anything about good, saying three things good about Pogba the whole match and and then people that were playing well in my opinion in this game so it was really annoying oh yeah and also like all the Conte stuff just stop please stop I mean it's also like Conte crush I mean uh like look dude it's offsides we're looking we got VAR the VAR is going it's offsides I mean, whether you want to argue, like, should he be offsides because of that? Like, damn, dog. Like, we already – they've been having VAR for forever, man. Like, at this point, like, like me and you can go off about VAR. Like, we, we're talking to 15 people. But, like, <laughs> but like you're, the, you're the mainstream. Like, get over it, dude. Like, get over it. Yeah, he's offsides. But even, but, but even with that play, I felt he was offsides – seeing the play live, even though the camera's not even there. It seemed offsides. They need to be doing more of a job educating people who the people in the field are rather than talking about this play over and over. Like, this is a national team game. There's a lot of people there. Majority of people don't know who these some of these guys are playing. Not everyone's an avid, crazy who nobody knows Dosin's soccer fan. Like, no, people don't know Pavard. People don't know these players. Like you need to be in there really talking about, uh, talking about these players or journeys. Maybe, maybe even talk a little bit about the Benzema thing. Explain to people why Benzema's been gone. Why didn't you go want to go into that? Did you, that that's more, that's, that's an educational thing that that's learning. And I think that's important. You want the sport to grow on this American broadcast of the game. You need to, you need to give people a backstory. Americans like a backstory. They like learning about people. They like getting invested in characters and players. They're not going to care about the teams. They're going to want to follow the players. Yeah, that, that's what soccer fans are in general. Yeah, so, talk about them. Yeah. I mean, going back to the match itself, um, you know, Germany had some chances. Germany looked good. France looked mm. good. I mean, I mean, I, I like I'll Germany say, looked good. I'll, okay, okay. I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. Okay. They didn't look bad. Mm-hmm. I think they could have looked. I think they would have been better without Mueller. Um, you put you have Mueller in there the entire match. I feel like he's the he was the weak point. Um, and they don't have, they they should have Volan instead of Mueller. Then if Volan's not doing good, put Mueller in. Something. I, I just feel like they're. I mean, they need a nine really bad. They need. Yeah. They need a center striker. That's Germany's always had a nine of some sort. Where it's Mario Gomez or or or, or what's his name? The uh, the dude that stole Ronaldo's uh, goal record in the World Cup off of a penalty. 
um whatever like uh, when you have that like it's fine but the the germany has talent everywhere else but right there and you could tell it does create issues when sane was getting that backfield when Nari was getting there there just wasn't that connection like even the byron they have Lewandowski who's Austrian so he they have that connector and uh, uh like and there's a lot of German players on Bayern is what I'm saying so like Polish they, able to, huh Polish I'm sorry Polish I'm sorry, sorry whatever same 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 flag anyway so <laughs> <laughs> no so I just it's 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 hard to watch with Germany like you could just see Germany was playing really good defense other than Matt Tummel's incredible they should put Matt Matt, Matt Tummel at nine he was over here scoring down um yeah it, it, it looked it looked frustrating and also the commentators were kind of getting on uh, uh, Deschamps about not making subs. And I kind of was seeing why he didn't. I think he was really trying to make this first team roster earn the win. Like, I think he was like, everybody's playing together. It's important. Everybody gets along. He's back here for the first time in six years. Go get a goal. Like, go feel a goal. Go go get it. Like, or you're, or we're always going to have this learning process throughout the tournament go out there and make a bunch of mistakes we're up one zero just go through it i think that was really important granted at the expense of their exhaustion but like i just think it was kind of important for them to kind of just like really be out there just getting minutes in and now moving forward you know and you're playing against germany you can do that against hungary and all that but like just get your minutes in out there get break a real sweat out there no i actually i absolutely agree with that i think also because he has started benzema Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's taking a chance doing that mm-hmm. because obviously Giroud is still, uh, I mean, he's the, they won the world cup with him and it's basically the same team except for Benzema. Um, so when you're having Benzema out there, like you're, you know, obviously Giroud still play, he scored two goals before, um, it, you know, it, it, it seems like Deschamps is like, well, let, let's also talk about this. Um, the whole situation that happened with Mbappe and Giroud, Giroud coming out talking about, you know, I'm not getting the service and stuff like that. Big dog. <laughs> um, Mbappe, was was, Mbappe wasn't having it. Mbappe was not about this. Mbappe was like, well, he said, he said, what? He said, what? <laughs> um, like, I think Deschamps is kind of like, thought that that was improper. Um, you know, thought that that was like not the way to be going into a, an important international tournament in a very hard group. Um, and, and, and I like, I give Mbappe, I don't know whatever happened with Griezmann taking penalties thing. Like I didn't see that. I just, <laughs> the only thing I saw was when Mbappe missed that penalty in March, um, Deschamps, I guess later on April, might have recently announced that Griezmann's the penalty taker. That's all I know. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, Mbappe's not that good at penalties, to be honest with you. <laughs> but I think I, hate, I, I think that um, Deschamps was like not feeling what Giroud did either, coming out in public, and then and that was what Mbappe was saying too. Was like, you know, I don't really have a problem with what he said, but it's more about him releasing it publicly. And also, Mbappe said that in the locker room, he went to go like congratulate Giroud, and Giroud didn't say nothing to him. Yeah, Mbappe and Mbappe also said like, you know, like you. We you, you know how I am in a locker room. Like you can just talk to me, or I, you know I say I say what I feel, and you always have the avenue to kind of do what you want to say too. So I did think that was really wackers rude. I mean, to be honest, if that was my teammate, like I don't have anything against rude, but like 
I'd be like, damn, dog, I was kind of weak. Like, you know, like maybe maybe you kind of do need to sit out this one because like you're kind of like that's that you you mess up chemistry and trust when you do that. Like, you know, like th- these guys aren't these guys aren't coaches. So it's like you're kind of coming at the wrong people. It feels awkward. And then you're kind of going to blame us about like service. Like, dog, you had four goals all year. So okay, just, just relax, chief. He should have put a. He should have tagged a number. Over, they should have hazed him and tagged the number of goals he had on front of his locker and be like, "What about this service? Are you getting service in these matches too, or what?" I mean, also like, I what I really think also was Giroud was feeling pressure because Benzema's there. Giroud has been the only center forward in France for years now. Literally been called up for a while. The only center forward literally called up. Yeah, like they're they're interested. Must have been nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But since Benzema's been cleared, it's like I mean, also it could have been Lacazette all these years, but Lacazette was not getting the no love. But yeah, no of course, um, the Vegas Knights. But um, with the but, Raja, but uh, with with his Braja, <laughs> his Braja Raja. But uh, yeah, I think Giroud was probably sitting back like. Wow, they really call him Benzema, and like he knows that Benzema is better than him. Benzema has said that himself, saying like you don't compare a Ferrari to a tractor or whatever, <laughs> something like that. He said something like that. Yeah, um, man, that's goon shit. And 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 you've also seen that, like, obviously we don't know everything, but it seems like Benzema and Mbappe are taking to each other too. Oh yeah, they're cool. So. Um, yeah, like I mean, they're I mean, both. Mbappe the- does have that that love for Real Madrid. I'm sure he's had an affinity for Benzema too in those years. Anybody that has liked Real Madrid has liked Benzema. You know, there's no one that's really disliked him. I mean, in terms of over the years, I mean, from well, so now you, to, you used to hate on Benzema. Yeah, but I'm saying it's a journey, like the journey the player he was now. You got to respect for that, and I'm sure he sees it differently being an actual player too. Well, but, also, uh, uh, they both have a similar heritage. Yeah, they're both traitors. Anyway, so that's good. <laughs> uh, um, so, anyways. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. But um, oh, um, but 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 I think maybe Giroud's time is up, and he's feeling that like, damn man, like for real, come on, I scored a bicycle kick, and it's like, dog, like that's cute, Look, but like on the on the Giroud, I empathize you because you're a World Cup champion. Um, you did that. You won a World Cup. That's this isn't the way you want to see it. But if I'm Giroud. You got to kind of look at things in a non-selfish aspect too, which is hard for strikers to do. Think about all the people that should have been called up along with you that didn't. Think of all them people that got played out. Them years you were balling, there was other French players doing better than you, and you were still getting called up, man. It's been a while since you had more than a 20-goal game season, okay, and, and more than 15-goal game season. Not saying you haven't done it. You've had amazing years at Arsenal. You've had years where you balled out. Just you got to understand that, like this, the national team is as cutthroat as it gets. People get played on a regular, okay? Especially so, France. Especially France. I mean, say what you want. You've been able to play this whole time. Benzema, even out there on the field, he was so slick and and, and I, I, it was nice to watch Benzema play again. I'm like, damn, this guy's so damn good. Oh my god! And that man didn't get to play for six years. And he should sit there and really watch how all those players reacted when they had that goal that was almost goal. That was crazy. Like, I almost had goosebumps. Like, everybody was, like, so happy for Benzema. It was, like, really crazy. They all ran over there, and they were, like, hugging him that almost goal. Like, 
It's an emotional thing for the team. So when you say things like that, you're 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 causing a rift and making people make decisions, and that's not what you want. You don't want that in your team. You don't want people to choose a side. That's not how it should go. You know what I want to see? I want to see his ass sent home. Yeah, honestly, I mean, sometimes if he's going to be sulking, you might as well go home because it's just not going to be the right atmosphere. Send his ass home, man. Send him home. Yeah, it was really whack to go to the media like that. That was really whack, man. I, don't let me to make Mbappe, make Mbappe baby face in the media come out making a, make a statement about it. And you know, it's real. Like Mbappe got to make a, a real English statement. You know, it's dead serious. Mbappe was like, I, yeah, he was like getting service. He's like, I feel like that 365 times a game. He was yeah. like, like, yeah, like all, yeah. Every striker be one like, damn, give me the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Like, yeah. It's like, but you don't go tell the media like Lewandowski did that one year. No, P- Portugal, Portugal, Hungary using using the, the the arm flailing, angry of Ronaldo. It's just it is what it is. You see every that, single striker think they can get the ball more than they should. Yeah, you see that Jota had him wide open for that uh, square ball. I was like, what are you doing? Are you insane? Yeah, like yeah. It's just part of being up there. It's just part of the mindset, the attitude. I have even felt like that. Like it's just. You, you want to have every single opportunity you can to sh- score it. So that's not the proper way to go about it, though, at all. Exactly. But anyway, Euros be continuing. Um, it's been nice so far. Let me see what's, what matches are coming up. Um, tomorrow we got, oh, this game is crazy. Finland versus Russia. I'm so mad you did that. I'm so <laughs> mad you did that. We got Turkey versus Wales, and we got this Italy is what versus. Happens when you make them lopsided as groups. It's so whack. Then we got Italy versus Switzerland. Oh my God, please! I'm gonna take a three day nap from Euros, I guess. Wait, well, yeah, every single game is played um, in a different part of the the Europe. Yeah, Caesar's that's kind of gangster. Caesar, the next good games is the Group F games, which is Hungary, France, and Portugal, Germany, and those are on Saturday. What about Netherlands? Who are they playing? Netherlands is playing Austria. I think Austria won the last game too. That'd be interesting. Denmark's playing Belgium. You got to put seven up on Denmark. I'm sorry. Well, especially now. Hey, man. <laughs> Holy shit, canceled. I mean, Can- like, uh, <laughs> now's the time. <laughs> this fool, uh, okay, damn, we doubled down. Okay, Caesar, let's talk about the Cup of America real fast. Um, we had a few matches already. We had four matches so far. Brazil beat the dog crap out of uh, Venezuela. We suspected that. I think it wasn't really that crazy because I said they should score nine goals. They only scored three. Um, okay, nice, ma'am. Colombia beat Ecuador 1-0. We had Argentina and Chile tying 1-1, and Paraguay yeah. beat Bolivia but 3-1. The way the Argentina-Chile game, made, made, they made it seem like Argentina won. I was just like, oh, they lost, they tied? <laughs> See, they're talking about Messi free kick. You heard African Ronaldo talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I heard the the, the, the I got we intercepted the WhatsApp call between them, um, between <laughs> the AFCON president and Ronaldo and uh, – Oh, Caesar also like Chile missed a Vidal missed a penalty. And apparently some dude on Chile had a bunch of chances that he missed too. Yeah. I didn't wa- it, yeah, it was supposed to be three one. I watched the game because it was too hot in my bedroom at the time. But um because when I watch it on a regular TV, this big TV gets hot as hell. And yeah, it's like hot it's- also, like it's just too much. I'm like, I don't care this much about this game. Um like, AC though. 
Hmm? Yeah, the AC though. Yeah, but that's a lot. That's a lot of electricity in one room. That's kind of going off. Too scared? What do you think it's gonna blow up? Yeah, it's not, Caesar. You're not that unlucky, dog. Like, come on. Now. That's a lot going on, Caesar. You're room. black, and I don't want to play games and then not have AC. That'd be really whack if I blew out like a a, a, a circuit or whatever. This fool right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened in Brazil. I don't want to play around. Hey, you, guess what? We got a real grid here, man. Those give on has been like, don't we turn too many things on in one room? You, I have you, to turn off one thing to turn another one on. Caesar, you live in Lakewood. You got a great grid over there, okay? When I when I I don't live in Lakewood. When I came into this room, I turned off the AC in the other room and the fan. I'm like, let me go turn off those just to go in this room. <laughs> I mean, I feel you, but you know what I'm saying? Um but yeah, I mean, Copa America is still kind of in the beginning. Uh, COVID America, sorry. Yeah, Copa COVID America. We got uh, Thursday, Colombia versus Venezuela, Brazil, Peru. Peru usually, you know, play play uh, Brazil pretty well. Yeah, they're annoying. They're annoying to play against. Yeah, Peru's a good, good team. Argentina versus Uruguay on Friday. Ooh. Yeah, 5 o'clock. Um, I, should, I should be able to live tweet that, too. We'll see. What uh, day? Friday. You might have a date. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Copa America, it's, it's kind of – it's a little tough to get into it for real, for real right now. It's just right. It's going the same time as damn Euros. Like, it's too much soccer, dog. I got a headache, man. Yeah, I don't like to watch it. And you're, like, putting it on ABC, ESPN, and all this. I'm like – I mean, you put it on the Spanish channels. I'm like, what's um, – and on Fox. I'm like, what's going on here? This is wild. First of all, CJ, you're the only one that complained about these things. You be having FUBO and Sling and – No, I don't have FUBO. I found out – you know how much it was going to cost? Huh. It was like $40 a month. Is that a lot? <laughs> yeah. The well, sling to watch the uh, uh, French League and all that and BN is $10. Oh, gee, Jesus Christ, man. Like 42 bucks on a fucking Fubo. I, I, I mean, I don't even know what Fubo is. So It's garbage. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's kind of hard to get into it right now, but maybe after group stages, um, it'll be you know, a little bit easier. I, apparently, all... Four of the five clubs go out of the group. <laughs> so it's like the stakes are fairly low also in these group stages. <laughs> so, damn, looks like Venezuela and Peru are going home. It might be just uh, Vene- excuse me, Venezuela and, uh, and uh, what you call it, Bolivia. Yeah, probably. Yeah, um, Bolivia sucks. Well, you're being racist now. <laughs> Um, but wait a minute. Hold up. I, I feel like I'm getting a call. Uh, this is an international call. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm so scared. I'm just joking. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I just want everybody to know that the best thing that ever happened in soccer media outside the pitch happened yesterday between Caesar and I on WhatsApp. I sent Caesar a message. Which I was scream laughing at. I was like, what's going on here? As an African Ronaldo. Okay. Then Caesar replied back. These are voice messages. Then Caesar replied. Portugal application pending. (laughs) (laughs) Then Caesar. Oh. Caesar replied back as the Jamaican head president of the African Federation. 
Portugal be, is is in this in this world is joining the CAF so they can play in Afcon mm-hmm. next year. They they had a trial and they specifically noted how Israel doesn't play in the same uh, uh, conference as uh, its neighbors do. So, stating that reason, Portugal was thus granted entry into Afcon. Israel's, you know, let's be real here. Are you going to say Israel's? Israel's neighbors, Israel's neighbors, direct direct neighbors play in two different conferences. One plays in Africa, in Africa, one neighbor, then another neighbor, then the other neighbors play in the AFC in Asia. AFC West, yeah. But stupid. But surprisingly, Israel plays in UEFA. Mm. Uh, so you know, maybe not Portugal, the landmass, but some of those islands are mighty close to to. Well, Caesar, technically, Spain has land in the continent of Africa. This is there's true. A little, there's a little tip there. Um, yeah, in Morocco, next to Morocco, right? It's like up there, yeah. But um, Spain is not allowed in Africa. It's, no, sorry, sorry, buddy. They were although also Portugal. Welcome. Although Portugal did more damage in Africa than Spain, they kind of really did, dog. Five show, but numbers wise, they kind of was just doing work. But Portugal, I mean, I mean, what's but, the but, okay? How about this? Hmm. They did a lot of work, so they got to kind of go back and fix their fix their ways. They got to go make up for it. Go in the conference, and, and you gotta you gotta go back in there and start working. Well, I mean, it, it, the only the only thing is. I mean, Portugal did damage in Africa, but Spain did all their damage in the in the in the West in the, in, in the, the Americas. So, I mean, whatever. It's just two the different hell is things. This discussion. Uh, you know, maybe Spain should apply to play in Concacaf. What do you think? I don't know what they, they still get. They'll get slapped up with that team I saw today. They would get murked. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah. We, so we were doing that, and it was hilarious and great. I don't know if we could ever actually release it. Uh, maybe if I got the audio file, I could like bleep out certain parts because African Ronaldo is relentless. I don't really remember everything. I mean, on this real, on a real, if you give it, if you, if I get, grab those audios, I could make something pretty funny. Okay, but I could get like the audio of it and then bleep out stuff. And then every time Ronaldo talks, I'll put some funny image of Ronaldo talking, and then the, then like. When is the Jamaican head? I'll get some random, like politician from Africa talking. Get vibes cartel. Yeah, no. I'll get vibes cartel or get like Tony, whatever his name was, just talking. Get the get the get the coach of Senegal because he had them long get, ass dreads. Get the dude from Green. <laughs> hey man. Hey. Uh, um. Ooh. What's the name? Um, but yeah, we'll we'll try to do that one day. It was great. Anyway, um, episode two oh seven. We made a podcast, shortest episode ever. One hour. Caesar, look, man, that's your fault. It's not my fault. You had a, a forty minute convo behind out the Sanchez impact. Yeah, and then you had to continue it. You should have just let me in. I, I want to talk about him too. No, I was the one that fit into when you was ripping on him at Swansea, and, and when he was you used to be ripping on the guy. Caesar, first of all, that's not true. But he you did. did. 
Yeah, you making fun of his past that he missed that one time. He's beginning on him. I'm like, damn, give him time. He's 19. Caesar, first of all, that pass was ridiculous, but Pogba did it too. So I was like, okay, you know what? I mean, you- this only shows how wacky PL is that Sanchez and Pogba are this good and they both just look terrible in those leagues. Uh, I'm not going to say Pogba looks terrible at Man he looks. Not, he doesn't look terrible. He just looks like he's limited. True, true. On France, he just looks so damn good. <laughs> he's a he good player. He ridiculous today. Yeah, no, he's a good player. Bite so- marks and all. Oh, all right. Be you, think, you, about think, it. you think Rudiger should get suspended for that? No, I don't think so. He he he. Been, On a real, my Caesar, reason Caesar, is, my reason up. is not my reason is not live based. My reason is after the game, like they hugged and stuff like that, and like we're like talking for a little bit, and I was like, nah, I don't want to, I don't want to suspend them. Like Caesar, okay, but dog, sometimes people, uh, you know, go towards their abuser, man. Caesar, that <laughs> Caesar, Caesar, Caesar. He bit his back and then grabbed him on the nipple area. You saw that? I was like, that's like how like, you be doing me. I've never done that team in my fucking life. Like, I was Caesar, like, damn, Olympic Village going up out there. Damn. That, that seemed not non-consensual. It didn't seem consensual, but it did look like a good time. You know what, man? Holy shit, man. I, I just can't with you. Jesus Christ. You are problematic, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to name this episode Problematic Seas. That's what this shit's called. No, don't do it. It's too, it's too stupid. <laughs> All right, man. Episode 207, we made a podcast. You dig. <laughs>